The Productive Woman, Episode 85. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you very much for joining me. In this episode, I'll share with you my conversation with writer and marketing professional Maya Olson, who talked about how she manages to balance personal and professional interests as well as shared some tips on making the most of some apps that I personally use every day to be more productive. You'll find more information about Maya and links to the tools she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 85. And now let's get right into my conversation with Maya. I am so pleased to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Maya Olson. Maya is a writer and she is, among other things, a customer support, marketing and PR professional who who works for the company that creates some of my favorite productivity tools. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. I've mentioned them in the past. But uh, we were introduced by a mutual friend, and I've been really looking forward to talking with her and introducing her to you and hearing about how she manages her busy life. So welcome, Maya. Thank you, Laura. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, it's going to be fun. I We were chatting a little bit before I hit record, and I think it's just going to be a, a fun conversation hearing about some of the things that you do. And I always like to have a little bit of context for the kinds of things that a guest does to stay productive, and that context is the kind of life that you live. So could you maybe briefly tell us a little bit about what a typical day is like for you, if there is such a thing for you as a typical day? Yes, if there is such a thing. (laughs) Well, so my husband is a um, school teacher, so he has interesting hours. And I'm very fortunate to work from home. And so I'm sort of flexing around his hours. So I get up and I have a home office. And so I'll go check in at work for a little bit. I have room for a stationary bike, which is nice. So I like to do any social media time on my phone while I'm on my bike. I feel like it justifies this time spent sort of wasted on social media if I'm also doing something healthy for myself. (laughs) And then I am pretty revved up and thinking well by the afternoon. I'm more of an evening person, but that's about when my husband gets home. And so then we spend the evening together. I haven't sort of thought my way out of that He's home, like having fun with me during like my most productive hours. And then when he goes to bed, I'll go back to work. And I really value that evening time because there's nobody at work emailing me or pinging me on Slack. And so then I can sort of have uninterrupted, deep, thoughtful work time there. And um, then I go to bed like midnight. So that's my day. It's a great thing, I think, to be able to work at home and be able to control your schedule a little bit that way. But isn't that interesting that I have the same issue of wanting to have some time to get work done when the people I'm working with aren't trying to communicate with me. And for me, that has to come really early in the morning. But it sounds like for you, it's in the evening. 
Yeah, I um, actually, I came back from a trip from the East Coast and I stayed on East Coast time for a little while. And I found, unfortunately, that my office wakes up too early and they started bothering me in the morning. So I have to go back to working in the evening now to get my quiet time. You know, and that's funny because you're, are you located on the West Coast? Uh, Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, for a few years, I worked at a, a firm in Seattle. And I found that to be an issue as well. No matter how early I got into the office, the East Coast people were already waiting for me. And so it didn't work as well. I'm in Dallas now. So I can get a little bit of a jump on things if I get in early enough. I guess it depends on what time zone you're in. (laughs) Yes. So tell us a little bit about, I, I want to get into it a little more later about some of the products that your, the company that you work for produces, because I've talked about some of them on the show before, but you work for Smile Software. What do you do for them? <sighs> well, so I am in customer support. That's how I started out at the company. And as I've stayed over the years, I've sort of gained more different jobs. So I also do marketing, um, which involves a lot of website and sort of those fancy HTML emails. And then I'm in PR, which involves, well, a lot of more emails of of different kinds. And I still work with the customer support team, but now I try to sort of gather the information we get from them and compile that into helpful documentation that they can find themselves. So that's more writing. See, that's everything is sort of under the genre of writing. So that's why I kind of call myself a writer also. But you, it sounds like you wear a lot of different hats within that rubric of being a writer. You're having to think, come at things from a lot of different directions. Uh, yeah. So I do like lists and categories and stuff. So It's kind of like two different types of writing, like creative writing would be sort of coming up with new stuff for the website. And then there's communication writing. So whenever I'm talking to coworkers about a project, that's always through email or talking to press people and responding to like some of the Mac user groups we talk with. That's all sort of communication style writing. Well, it sounds like a a lot of things to keep balanced, I guess, to, to keep keep moving forward at various times. I feel like most people who sit in front of a computer to work probably do a lot of, they probably recognize some of the things I'm talking about. Yeah. So every person's life is a little bit different. Even even those who do similar kinds of jobs, we all have different challenges we face as far as staying productive and getting the things done that matter to us, whether work-related or personal or a mixture of the above. What would you say, and, and for, for different ones of us, been, depending on our personalities, different things are challenges. For some of us, it's um, juggling different responsibilities, managing our time. For some, it's, you know, we're kind of clutter oriented and, and maybe have more of a challenge of keeping our stuff organized. What would you say your biggest challenges are when it comes to managing your life and the, the components of it? When it comes to figuring out how to organize your time, I guess, it's sort of a catch-all, but there are so many different things that I deal with and they don't all have a due date tomorrow. And so it's sort of tricky to figure out what is the best thing to do next and in which order. And so I've been looking around at various productivity apps to help me, you know, make the list that speaks to me and 
Trello has really helped me out with that one. So that's sort of not a traditional list so much as a series of lists. Trello is a very visually oriented task manager, isn't it? Yeah. So it has sort of a neat philosophy behind it where um, imagine you have a whiteboard and you have a bunch of post-it notes and everything you have to do, you just write down on a post-it note and you have it in a column and that column is things you need to do. And so you get sort of a mental relief from being able to get everything out of your head and somewhere where you can see it. Mm -hmm. And then the goal is to make a next column, which is things you're actively doing. And then you can only have, say, three items on that list at any time, which means that whenever you look at your list of to-dos, you only have three things, which is less stressful than seeing a list of like 50 things. And then when you're done with anything on the list, you move it over to a third column, which is done. So then you have this pleasant, oh, I can see a list of everything that I have completed, so I feel accomplished. So Trello follows that sort of philosophy of Kanban, and I find that very helpful. Yeah, I've played around in Trello some, and I really like the way you can kind of drag and drop things and move them around. Um, it's, a, I think, a really neat tool for somebody who's visually oriented, who wants to be able to see things and kind of move them around like that, who, who might otherwise use, like you were describing, a whiteboard or something, uh, you know, a, a thing on the wall. This is a way to put it in your computer and in, in a system that will sync to your mobile devices and still be able to see it. Some people use Trello and other other apps like that to collaborate with other people. Do you guys do that within the company or is this just solely your system? This is my system. For the company, we use a lot of Google Docs, mm-hmm. a lot of Google Docs. Their real-time editing is really awesome for us. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of that. I've done just a little bit of working in a document. It's kind of weird to be working in a document and see changes being made on the screen that you're not making. But it's a a very cool uh, system for that kind of collaboration. Let's talk a little bit about Smile Software and what they do. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the company and of the products. Some of them, I can't live with that. I, I can't even, it's, which makes it difficult when I have to work on my Windows-based PC at the office. But uh, for those who don't know what, what Smile Software produces, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what kind of some of your flagship products are and what they do? Sure. So... Let's start with Text Expander, which is my favorite, really, and the one that I use all day and actually is what the whole company uses all day. <laughs> so Text Expander lets you type a few characters and then that expands into like a sentence, paragraph, or even pictures. And so this ends up being super powerful and a super time saver. For example, I have a, um, a snippet. So the abbreviation and the expanding content, we call that snippet. I have my boss's email address as a snippet. And so that means that no matter which email app I'm in, I can just type four little characters that I picked and have it expand into his full email address. And so that actually saves me 18 characters that I don't have to type. And so even if you're a super fast typist, like if you use a snippet for even something short like this several times an hour, that all builds up to a lot of time that you have saved. And then you can, you know, 
go on from really short snippets to like whole form letters. And you can have basically when you're looking at the types of emails that you send frequently, there'll be sort of categories. So when I'm responding to customers frequently, they'll ask a lot of the same questions. And so instead of spending 15 minutes reconstructing an answer that I sort of remember, I can just add a snippet and that's the whole perfect answer. And it only takes me a couple minutes. So it's a ton of time saved. Yeah, it's a, I mean, and text expander was one of the ones I was thinking of uh, as something I use all the time on my Mac and on my, you know, my iOS devices. I have one of my favorite examples is twice a week, I'm a member of a group of writers and I have a job and, and they have these online discussions that different people take turns putting a question out there to discuss. And my little job is to twice a week send an email to whoever the person is next on the schedule to remind them that you're supposed to post a topic in the morning. And there's a list of people and I have their email addresses and I keep that in Evernote. Well, I created a snippet for that, that I type four characters and it brings up the text of the email and has a a space, a drop down where I can pick which person it's supposed to go to and a blank for me to fill in the date of what tomorrow is. And in 10 seconds, I've got that email populated and I can send it instead of having to retype it. Um, and I use that, like I said, twice a week. Um, and I just love, I mean, that's just one of many. I, I was going to check and see how many snippets I have in Text Expander, and I forgot to do that, but tons of them. And, I, and so, like I said, since it's Mac only, right, it's, it's, it's Mac and iOS only, uh, yes. Yeah. And so, Mac and iOS, and they do sync together. So you can keep your valuable library of knowledge on both devices while you're typing and answering emails. Yeah. And, and sadly, it's not available outside of the, the Apple ecosystem, which is, since I'm at my law office, I'm required for the most part to use the Windows-based PC they gave me. And I find myself, you know, when I type in fast, I'll start, I'll, I'll type a snippet and it doesn't work. And it's, it's kind of heartbreaking. But in any event, it's a, it's a great tool. What else And we'll have links in the show notes for for folks who are listening who uh, use uh, Macs or iOS devices where you can learn more about Text Expander and and the other stuff that Smile produces. What what else do you guys do? Well, we also make a PDF editing app called PDF Pen. And so then we have PDF Pen for Mac and iPhone and iPad. So another whole ecosystem. And... Uh, let's see. It's great for, I don't know, both editing and annotating your PDF. So if you're just going to sort of review a document and highlight it and scribble some notes and send it to somebody, we make that very easy to do. If you're going to fill out a form and you need to like tab through fields and enter your name and then add a signature, which you can add in multiple ways, including just drawing on your trackpad, we can do that. Then there's some more powerful features. So you can OCR a scanned document. So if you scan a document, it's basically a picture. You can't actually get any of the text out. And so you need to have an OCR engine so that you could search that text later or you could copy it and sort of repurpose it in somewhere else. And you can 
export PDFs straight into Evernote. So we've built in some of that integration and uh, you can redact sensitive information. I know sometimes you have like a legal document that's being requested by some government body that you don't really want to share everything with. So you can go and black out your social security number and it's like fully securely erased so no one can find it. Then we actually have a uh, more advanced pro version for if you want to create your own forms. So PDF forms that other people can fill out and they'll just click a little submit button in the PDF and you'll just get all that data back. Or you could create a table of contents in a very long document. Um, There's, well, there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. And actually a lot of these features are available for the iPad and the iPhone version. So that's a pretty hefty mobile app too. Yeah, it very much is. And that's the other, I I use the PDF Pen Pro version all the time to deal with PDF documents. Even at my office, if they come in to me on my office email, I'll, sometimes it's faster to do what I need to do with it in PDF Pen than what I can do uh, on, with the software we have at the office. So I'll, you know, save it and pull it up on my iPad and I can drag my signature into it or do any number of things. So uh, another really great tool that saves me time all the time. So it was part of why I I hate to sound like a fangirl. This is not a commercial (laughs) for Smile Software, but that's part of the reason I was excited to talk with you because I just love the app so much. And uh, they have made such a huge difference in my ability to get stuff done. So pass my thanks along to the company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will. Yeah. So getting back to your productivity, in addition to using Text Expander and, and PDF Pen and those sorts of things, are there any other, and, and you've talked about Trello, any other tools that you like or resources that you recommend for managing your time or, you know, any of those sorts of things? Well, I talked about how much I write and So writing is a lot of sort of gathering information and then like massaging it and then repackaging it out into the world. And so I found that writing in plain text is a good way to do that. So you don't copy some text from a website and then it's in weird red font and then you paste it next to like some weird yellow background font because that looks terrible. So plain text will just strip all of that out. So I'm a fan of plain text editors like drafts. I'm a huge fan of drafts. Byword, which is a beautiful writing app that is on Mac and iOS. And so I'm a big fan of Markdown also. I know Markdown may sound like some weird, scary thing, but it's actually sort of a very simple format to write in so that way you can get, make bolds and sort of headers understood in plain text. And I'm trying to convert uh, my mother to plain text right now (laughs) because... Uh, then she would be able to open all of her documents. She wouldn't be just stuck to Word. She would just have a text file and then she could open it in literally anything because it's like the most rudimentary file format. And then when you have something like ByWord, it'll take the markdown and then export it into HTML, which I need for when I'm writing for a website or for a fancy you know, word style document where I just want it like a processed RTF style document, or if I want to export it to a PDF, like it's ready made as a PDF. So it allows you to export to all the formats that I would need. So I'm a huge fan of those types of tools. 
and do you do you happen to know? I, I've played a little uh, around a little bit with Markdown, uh, but I'm not by any means an expert. I do I've used Byword quite a bit, and I love drafts. I use that all the time. Do you have a happen to know of a resource where somebody who maybe wants to learn how to use Markdown could go? Is there uh, is there a website or, or or a place where people can find tutorials that kind of explain how it works that you happen to know of? Um, yeah, I've been. Well, when I got started, I had to look up some stuff. So Daring Fireball actually has a nice sort of quick reference for the type of syntax that you would be using. Um, I actually found a neat website with a video, which is uh, bettermess.com. And uh, this guy has a uh, review of Markdown for lazy people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's me. I don't want to say that we're lazy, but if you're busy, you don't really want to waste a lot of time figuring out something new. So he has a pretty quick resource to get you up and running with uh, Markdown. Okay, well, we'll share, we'll put those links in the show notes as well. I guess as I'm looking at the clock, and I'm realizing our time's running short, I don't want to, I don't want to run over. I know you've other things to do. Let me ask this question. This is something I ask every guest, because I learn from the answers every time. You know, we're all trying as human beings, as as women who have have varying demands on our lives, we're all trying to get things done and and figure out what really matters to us and, and get those things done and try to stay on top of it. But here's the question. Do you ever have a day when when it just all gets away from you or or you get completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track when you've had a day like that? <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to be boring. So you actually put out a previous episode talking about what you do when you get stressed out and it resounded a lot with me. I do a lot of similar items. So first of all, I resort to actual paper, actual pen and actual paper. When I went started at Smile, I went very digital and I tried to do everything on the computer and like I can have drawing programs on my iPad and stuff. But no, when I'm stressed out, I get a notepad and I make a whole list and I get a bunch of post-it notes and then I make little mini lists. So as soon as I do one thing that really has to be done right now, I get another post-it note and I write like the next three things that I need to do. And then I just cross items off my post-it note list. That and I pace a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I take a very, very quick run uh, to get some energy out and then come back and like power through some more items. Yeah, you know, there's really something to be said for getting some kind of exercise when you're so stressed out that your, you know, your shoulders are up around your ears and the tension can make it really, really hard to focus or get anything done. And I've certainly found um, that whether it's going for a run or getting on an elliptical or a stationary bike or treadmill or something and, and just kind of, you know, pounding it out a little bit to work off some of that, that stress and that tension makes it easier to calm down and cope and, and think more clearly. So I think that's a great idea. Well, Maya, what's, what's on the horizon for you? You're, you're working, continuing to work with smile, anything new happening with you, any events coming up or, um, anything happening that you want to share with us? Well, let's see. There's smile related items and then there's personal related items. Um, which would you prefer? (laughs) 
<laughs> Whatever you want to share. You got any fun vacations coming up or activities? <laughs> I like to live vicariously. I never get to go anywhere. So. Actually, yes. So when I got married last year, our honeymoon was in Cancun in Mexico. And that was actually, sadly, the very first time I had left the country. And um, since then, I've wrecked up Canada. And so this summer, we're planning a trip to Spain and Italy, because now that I broke this international barrier thing, I just got to keep going, got to keep collecting some countries. Absolutely. Wow, that's exciting. I've never been to Spain or Italy. I, I don't get much of anywhere. A few years ago, my husband and I took a trip to France, which was something I'd wanted to do since I was like in junior high. And it was just fabulous. I'd move over there if I could. But well, that sounds exciting. And, and so w we should chat after you get back. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> Like I said, like I said, I I live vicariously through the people that I know, since I just mostly work all the time. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> well, well, Maya, where can people connect with you online if they want to, whether learn more about what you're doing, what's going on at Smile, or just connect with you and get to know you a little better? Is there a place where they can find you? Well, if you're interested in any of these Smile apps, then you should definitely visit smilesoftware.com. We've got demos so you can play with the apps and there are video tutorials, so they should be able to get you up to speed very quickly. And I'm around online at Maya underscore Olson on Twitter, and I hang out there sometimes. <laughs> All right. And we'll, we'll make sure we put those links in the show notes as well. Before we go... Let me just ask you this and, and, and give some thought to, you know, if you've got any last words for a listener who might be looking for help in getting things done and, and making a life that matters, because that's what this show is about, finding ways to manage our lives better and and uh, make that life that matters. Do you have any thoughts for that person? Well, uh, it is a sort of continuing struggle to figure things out. But I would suggest don't be afraid to keep searching and trying new iterations of things that you think will help you. So if something isn't working, just try to fail at it quickly so you don't spend a lot of time on it and then move on to the next thing that could help you. And um, don't worry about being super perfect at everything. You can't be perfect at everything. So just be allowed to be imperfect and accept it and then move on. That is such great advice and something I I, uh, I actually needed to hear that just now. So thanks, Maya. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. Well, thank you, Laura. I really appreciate Maya for taking the time out of her own busy life to share how she manages that life, how she gets the things done. I really appreciated her insight from, you know, kind of the insider's view of ways to make things like Text Expander and PDF Pen work for you. I use Text Expander all the time, as I mentioned in the episode. And if you're on a Mac or, you know, on Apple devices, I highly recommend that you check out Text Expander. And if you use PDFs, uh, as I do all the time, check out PDF Pen as well. Uh, I, they're not a sponsor of the show. I just really love their service. So, you know, check it out. And thank you so much to Maya for sharing her time with us. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Maya? Uh, anything that she said that sparked some thoughts in you? I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to ask your questions or share your thoughts 
couple of different ways. If you want to share those publicly, you can do so by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 85 and scroll down to the comment section. Leave a comment there. I'll see it if it's a question for Maya. I'll make sure she sees it as well. You can also post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman's Facebook page. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can always leave a voice message by clicking on the button either on the website or on the Facebook page. And I appreciate that. Look forward to hearing from you. If you enjoy this episode or others, if you think the productive woman is a worthwhile use of time to listen, I'd appreciate your help in supporting the show. A couple of ways you can do that. First of all, share it with a friend. Tell someone you know who would like to be more productive about the podcast and how they can subscribe and listen. And second, it's always helpful if you haven't already done so, if you could leave a review of The Productive Woman in iTunes or on Stitcher. It really helps make the show more visible so other people can find it. And I appreciate that very much. There are links in the show notes for where you can subscribe or leave a review. Even just a couple sentences is great. I want to say a special thank you to Joy Ling from Singapore, who left a recent five-star rating and a review that she called Great Content from a Wonderful Soul. And she said, I want to show my appreciation for the work that you do, Laura. Great content and your desire to plant good seeds in the world shines through. Well, thank you, Joy. That uh, means a lot to me. So thank you very much for that. I also want to shout out to Tracy for an email recently that she sent with kind words about the show and a suggestion for topics to cover on future episodes, which I appreciate very much. So thanks, Tracy. A couple of things before we wrap up. Reminder that I am available to speak at your events. I love meeting with people in person and talking about productivity and how we can make a life that matters. So if you have a a retreat coming up or women's groups or a, a business team, any kind of event where some value could be added by a conversation, either as a presentation or a workshop type approach about productivity related topics, really anything that we discuss on the show is fair game. I'd love to be a part of it. I'm working on my schedule for the coming months and would love to add your event to it. So if this sounds of interest, even, you know, no commitment, but if you'd like more information, shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or give me a call at 972-638-0308 and we can talk about what the options are. Wanted to let you know about something new. There's a new resources tab at the website for The Productive Woman, and and that's where I'm going to be putting links to resources we produce, like the project planning template that we did a few months ago, the digital toolbox that uh, you can download, and a former guest, Emily Prokop's weekly docket. And then from uh, episode 83, we did a printable handout with some decluttering questions to kind of guide you through the process of decluttering. All those are free that you can download right from the website. And I'm putting the links on this new resources tab. There also will be uh, links and information about various books I recommend and some other things. It's still a work in process, but I'm, and so there'll be more things added as we go along. But I wanted to make sure you're aware that that's there trying to create kind of a central place where you can find some of those resources. And, you know, there's a tab on the website, or you can go straight there by going to theproductivewoman.com slash resources. 
Also want to remind you that I will be starting a Productive Woman Mastermind group in the next few weeks. This is going to be a small group of women committed to becoming more productive and making lives that matter. We will meet probably every other week via Skype. Everybody's busy, so I think I'm I'm thinking every other week. There'll be more information to come. If you're interested in being a part of this um, and and would like more information, send me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and put mastermind in the subject line and I'll get more information to you. This is going to be a very small group, so it's a limited kind of thing. And and, uh, so be sure and let me know if that's something you're interested in so I can make sure to keep you posted. And that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thanks for spending this time with me. I hope you found something helpful in this episode. I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.